You're listening to the Crafting a Magical Life show, hosted by me, Sarah Martha. I'm a multi-passionate creative on a personal journey to craft a magical life through both my spiritual crafts and artsy crafty crafts. On this eclectic show, I will share my creative ideas and experiences with you. We'll talk about all things from spiritual healing, personal development and tarot cards, to decorating, recipes, self-care, and do-it-yourself projects so that you too can craft your own magical life. So are you ready? Let's get crafty. Hello, magical friends. Welcome to today's show where we will focus on the act of releasing and aligning our energies to the spring equinox in this part two of our release and renewal mini workshop. So last week in part one, we talked about the spring equinox from a scientific, mythological, and cultural standpoint so that you could have a basic understanding of the natural energies occurring at this time of year. You also participated in a guided meditation to visualize your most authentic, beautiful life to help you gain clarity around where things might be a little out of alignment and holding you back. Hopefully you were able to record some of your thoughts and feelings around that experience, either in a journal or on paper, to help you process and gain even deeper clarity. So if you missed out on part one of the workshop, pause here and go back to episode four and give that a listen first. I also just want to mention that we will be sharing lots of great ideas, recipes, and strategies in this episode, and you'll also be able to find those on our Crafting a Magical Life blog so that you can head over there to access that information after the episode. Last time in part one of the workshop, we talked about how spring is the time when the earth comes back to life from the long, cold, and dark days of winter. Farmers plant new seeds, and it marks the transition from a period of death and release to that of rebirth and renewal. Today, we're going to focus on ways that you can practice releasing what no longer serves you in order to make room in your life for things that will align to your true, authentic self and the beautiful life you are intended to live. Synchronizing your intentions and energy with the rhythms of the natural world will not only support you in identifying and releasing what's holding you back, but it will also free you to be open to receiving from the universe allowing you to manifest the life that's meant for you. So as winter comes to an end here in the Northern Hemisphere, we too can intentionally allow some pieces of ourselves to pass and die off. We can thank those pieces for the ways they supported us or helped us feel safe at one time, but now we lovingly release them back to the universe as we seek to grow and develop into our fullest expression of ourselves. I would like to recognize that it's possible that you had some pretty big things come up for you during the guided meditation exercise last week or maybe through your independent journaling that you did later on. Some of these things that although you may recognize need releasing, you may not be in a space to do so at this time. So I'm talking things like a job, maybe a relationship or a difficult habit that can leave us feeling powerless at times. It's important to recognize that admitting the need to let go or make a change is the first and honestly most important step. It can take weeks, months, even years to feel ready and safe to move forward, allowing certain pieces of your life to die off. And that's okay. It's all part of a greater process and some things take much longer than one season cycle to process and release. I want to be clear, however, that these large releases are not what we're focusing on here in our workshop. Significant life changes require time, planning, and often the help of professionals who can support and guide you through that process. We will, however, be focusing on easy ways to eliminate surface level shit that needs to go. So we're talking things like detoxing or cleansing your body and your environment. So let's get started. 
One easy way to move out of your personal winter and into your spring season is to cleanse your body and release toxins. Releasing toxins from your body will leave you feeling not only physically renewed, but will help you feel more clarity on a mental and spiritual level as well. You know by now that toxins are everywhere. In the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, the makeup we use, the words we hear, and the thoughts we've been raised and socialized to believe. So we want to share with you a few of our favorite ways to detox. Number one is my all-time favorite, and that is a salt bath. Salt baths are not only relaxing, but they are also very cleansing and detoxing. The combination of salt and heat will help you sweat and pull out toxins. And salt baths also clean your aura from toxic or negative energies from things that you've picked up throughout the course of your day. Epsom salts contain magnesium, which plays a critical role in supporting hundreds of structural and functional processes in our bodies and reduces inflammation. Sea salts contain many important minerals, and a warm bath before bed will support relaxation and better sleep, allowing your body to be able to work harder to repair while you rest. You can easily create your own bath salts at home, and it is so much cheaper than the little packets that you purchase at the store will also be made without the synthetic smells, which is exactly what we're going for. To make your own bath salts, all you need to do is combine two cups of Epsom salt, a half a cup of sea salt, it can be pink Himalayan or just regular, and then a half a cup of baking soda. And that's it. I usually just mix mine by hand in a large bowl. You can also add some essential oils if you'd like. Just add the drops straight into the salt mixture and use your hands to mix it thoroughly. I usually just keep adding oils until it's smelly enough for me, so you can just determine how much oil to use based on your own personal preference. Now, I crafted up this recipe myself, and I use it several times a week. I've also made it for gift giving and my friends and family have loved them so I know that you will too. My favorite personal salt bath combination for oils is eucalyptus, lavender, and orange blend. I know many people are huge Young Living fans but I get my oils actually from Eden's Garden and I absolutely love them. They're high quality, less expensive, and I've been using that company for years without any problems. Just as a side note, be sure that if you do add oils to your salts that you're not going to store them in plastic. High quality essential oils will eat away at the plastic, getting all that toxic shit into your oils, so it's best to keep them in a glass jar. You can also just keep them plain and unscented and add the oils in at the time of your bath as well. Our second favorite way to release toxins from your body is to drink green smoothies. Green smoothies are like a little scrubby for your insides. Okay, maybe that's a little weird, but greens are a powerhouse of nutrients and they help your body to detox. So drinking your greens is even better than eating them raw or cooked because they're much easier to break down and digest once they've been blended, making all that healthy goodness more bioavailable to your body. There are a ton of green smoothie recipes out there. My main biff with so many of them though is that they are full of like crunchy shit. And if you're a person who likes to add a lot of things to your smoothies, then the recipe that I'm gonna share with you today is probably not gonna be for you. And you can find plenty of crunchy smoothie recipes online. But I like my smoothies simple because too many flavors and textures, for me, it just makes it hard to get it down. I have several simple green smoothie recipes that are kind of like my go-to, but the one I'm loving the most right now is my banana and almond butter. One. So all you need to make this smoothie is one banana, two cups of chopped kale, or you can use any green or combination of greens you want. They can be fresh or even frozen, a cup of ice, one cup of almond milk or, you know, whatever milk you like, and then two tablespoons of almond butter. Any nut butter would work here as well. All you're going to do is add them to a blender and blend on medium high until it's nice and smooth. It's creamy, a little sweet, a little nutty. Ugh, it's perfect. 
Another way that we love to help our bodies detox and release is using a foot soak. And this is perfect if you don't have access to a bathtub for salt baths, but really everyone should have a good foot soak at least a couple times a month. Have you ever seen those weird foot bath things where like the water starts to turn all effing black and nasty? Okay, well this is not like that, but it is true that one of the best ways to eliminate toxins from your body is through your feet. And this is a simple foot soak that you're going to love. All you need is a large pan or basin, like the one that goes in your sink for dishes. You just wanna make sure your feet can fit in whatever you're using. Some raw apple cider vinegar and warm water, like at bath temperature. What you're gonna do is pour about a quarter cup or so of the apple cider vinegar into the pan. It doesn't have to be exact. Then just add some warm water, enough that will cover your feet, and then just soak your feet for about 15 or 20 minutes. I also love adding fresh or dried herbs like lavender, rosemary, some rosebuds or petals. Chamomile is also good to help you feel more relaxed and grounded. And if you don't have your own supply of herbs, you can just use a tea bag from the store and pop it right in the pan. Traditional Medicinal Tea Company is my absolute favorite for when I'm going to purchase teas. They make some amazing blends of tea, including a few that are explicitly for detoxing, so you could definitely check those out. You can also sprinkle in some Epsom salts if you'd like as well. A side note on the foot soaks is not only are they detoxing, but they're also very nourishing and restorative because as you are soaking and pulling the toxins out, any herbs or you know tea that you are using in the foot soak, your body will also absorb those. So if you are a parent and have young children that you do struggle to get them to drink certain teas like when they're not feeling well, a foot soak is a really great way to get them to be able to consume the tea without having to drink it because it, their bodies will just pull all of the nutrients from the herbs straight up through their feet. Okay, so just to recap, our favorite ways to detox your body in order to help you to release this spring equinox season is number one, to take a salt bath. Number two, drink your greens. And number three, have a relaxing foot soak. Now in this next section, we're gonna talk about how you can cleanse and release things from your home so that you can create a nurturing environment. And so we want to recognize that another important release to focus on this spring equinox season is a detox for your home. Now that could be actual chemicals, unneeded clutter, or negative energy. Our home environment should be as free of toxins as possible and nurture us energetically. We should feel safe, healthy, and good in our home environments. It's our safe space. The idea of spring cleaning has been around for a long time, and of course is in alignment with this season of release and restoration. So here are a few tips just to help you get releasing things that are no longer serving you in your environment. Our first tip is to declutter and donate. Get rid of those things that you don't wear or use. If you haven't used it in the last year, donate that shit. Don't hold physical items that are not serving you and release them back into the world where they can become useful or a loved treasure for another person or family. Unused clutter piling up around your house is clogging up and creating blocks in your home's energy flow. Surround yourself only with the things that are meaningful and useful to you, that in which you mindfully and intentionally choose and keep. Our second tip is to mindfully organize your living and storage spaces. I find a ton of satisfaction in reorganizing. Everything in our house must have its own home where it lives when it's not being used. That might be a basket, a shelf, a drawer, sometimes even little baskets in a drawer or on a shelf. I even have baskets on a refrigerator organizing things like meats from cheeses and fruits from veggies. Our pantry shelves are set up the same way. This keeps things from feeling cluttered and makes me more efficient because I know where everything is. And this saves me time 
in the long run. And it also helps with food waste because things don't get buried, forgotten, and rotten or expired. Other places to potentially organize could be your closets, cabinets, dressers, desks, shelves, you get it. So having a home or a designated spot for your belongings makes it so much easier to keep your home clean of dirt and toxins because there's less time spent having to pick shit up. So this will allow you to focus on the cleansing and the deeper cleaning part. While deep cleaning may not be your favorite, studies do show that it helps decrease symptoms of allergies and asthma when dust and molds are kept under control. Plus, it feels fucking awesome when your home is open, clean, and nurturing. Now I recognize that depending on your current level of organization, this whole idea may feel very overwhelming. But just remember, every little bit helps and do not try to do this all at once. I recommend being very strategic and begin by purging and organizing one area at a time. For example, Maybe you want to focus on just your living room first, or break it down even more by focusing on one area of the room, like a cabinet or a set of drawers. Declutter that space, like we talked about earlier, and then immediately reorganize what you've intentionally chosen to keep. You will find this strategy more motivating than trying to purge your entire home from top to bottom and then organizing because it will feel like you're working your ass off, but yet nothing's actually getting done. So to feel more accomplished and successful, focus on purging and then immediately reorganizing one area at a time. Before you know it, your space will be transformed into an environment that's healthy, clean, and flowing with positive energy. Our last tip for release in the home is to perform weekly cleansing rituals. And of course, a good cleansing ritual is a must for release during the spring and equinox season. It's extremely important to cleanse your home regularly. Negative energy can find its way in with visitors, carried home from work or the grocery store, arguments or adverse interactions with our families, or even our thoughts. These negative energies will often linger and live in our homes until we actively clear them out. Now, there are many ways to clear negative energies from your home. Our favorites are to conduct cleansing spells, smudging with ethically harvested Palo Santo or sage bundles, simmering a stovetop potion, or diffusing essential oils. Today, we have for you a special spell that's been created just for you to help you cleanse your home this spring. And just to remember that all this information that we're talking about today, including the resources and recipes that I've shared, can all be found on our blog so that you don't have to write all this down. You can just head over there after this episode and access the information and I will be sure to put a link to our blog in the show notes. So what you'll need for our special cleansing spell is some selenite, quartz, and tourmaline. You will need a candle and a smudge stick. If it's Palo Santo, be sure that it's ethically harvested or a sage bundle could work as well. Begin by lighting your candle in the centermost part of your home accompanied with the selenite, quartz, and tourmaline. Then invite your ancestors, spirits, and guides to your space to assist in your cleansing. Light one end of your smudge stick and begin cleansing each room starting with the corners of the walls and windows and finishing with the doors. As you work, you are going to recite this chant out loud or in your head as often as you feel needed. We like to do it at least once in each room but here's what you'll say. With this smoke, I send away negativity and evil who've overwhelcomed their stay. And through the door, I welcome thee, nature's love, friends, and family. May this home protect all who come through the door and nourish our bodies and souls forevermore. When you're finished smudging and smoke cleansing, place your quartz in an energetically safe yet charged space, like an altar, on your nightstand or somewhere in the kitchen. Next, place your selenite near your favorite plants or framed pictures of loved ones. And lastly, your black tourmaline at the tops of your door frames. 
So just to recap, our tips for releasing and detoxing your home during the spring equinox season are to declutter and donate, mindfully organize your living and storage spaces, and perform a cleansing ritual at least weekly in your home. So that's it for today, my loves. Hopefully you've taken away some ideas that will help you focus on some of the easier areas of your life where you can begin releasing things that might be getting in your way. Please join us next week where we're gonna share more ideas, recipes, and strategies as we explore the process of renewal. If you're liking what you're learning here on this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review so that we can reach others who are also looking to craft their own magical life. We really appreciate your effort. You can also follow us on TikTok for more daily today magical goodness and visit our blog for recipes and other resources that we mentioned here in this podcast. Now go put some of those ideas into action and have a magical week. We'll see you next time, friends.